Napoleon on one of the sofas, waiting for George. The door opened and George walked in with Gary behind him. So naturally, what did I do? I'm raised in England. As soon as someone comes in through the door, I stand up. George goes, hmm, and virtually turned to Gary and said, I think we found him. Yeah, I think Peter's uh, outlook to that has always been to live your own life, you know, not be bothered and not think about too much what others are thinking. And like, he embraces it and he has done so much good for, for Star Wars by being uh, dedicated to his uh, life to this, uh, to this uh, franchise and uh, these stories that uh, we have, we have, we are indebted to him uh, as, as much as anyone. Chewie transformed me. I transformed, the attitude was different. The walk was different. Chewie turned on, do the scenes, come back, take the mask off, Peter was back. Hello everyone and welcome to the Imperial Senate podcast. I'm your host Charlie Ashby and joining me always are my co-hosts Claire and Nikki. Hey guys, how are you? Been better. Definitely been better, man. Same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been a, uh, I guess, a rough 24 hours. Um, obviously, as you heard at the beginning of the show, that was our lovely little tribute to um, Peter Mayhew, who sadly passed away last night. Um, yeah, I still haven't really processed the information. I guess when Kenny Baker died, that was just like it was really hard to sort of get through my head. Um, I know, obviously, there was health issues and everything, and it's age and it's normal. But these still these are the people that we grew up with. These are our heroes, and then we lost Carrie tragically. And now Peter has gone. So, I mean, how did you guys feel? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough. It's uh, I remember even because he was just at celebration, right? And I think even then he had some one of his days. He wasn't, you know, he was unwell. So it's it's almost like I don't think he's he's not really been in great shape for a while. So, like on one hand, it's like yeah. You know, we we know this happens, but it's still always a, you know, it's still always a gut punch when you see this. I mean, like like you were saying, like Kenny Baker was the first, and it was like, oh wow, this is, this is weird and uncomfortable, and you know, all those awful feelings when, when someone who's been, you know, even even just as fans, they've been so present in our in our lives and and whatnot, and. And losing Peter Mayhew is uh, it's it's it really sucks. Like there's no no other way around it, really. Yeah, it's um, it's hard just because knowing how much of a j- sweet, gentle giant of a person 
Peter was and how much um <clears throat> how much care he put into Chewbacca. But Peter's Peter's the reason that that we love Chewbacca. Otherwise he could just be the scary giant hairball in the background. But no, Chewbacca is easily one of the most loved, if not the most lovable Star Wars character that we have. They, they, I mean, in The Force Awakens, they had to make more Chewie suits than anticipated because everybody just wanted to hug Chewie. And that's because Peter made him so special that Peter was able to share that sweet, sensitive, adorable, caring side of his own personality and put it through a mask and through a suit. He, we were very, very lucky to have him. It just reminds you that um, appreciate these people and appreciate the people in your life while you've got them because they are gifts. And Peter certainly was a gift to this fandom. So it's a sad day. Definitely yeah. pretty torn up about it. Yeah, like we're we're like kind of we're we, we're a certain demographic, right? Like we're kind of we're young, but we're growing up, <laughs> and um, it's it's that point in life where you know you start gaining things but things also start leaving and it it, you know it's hard because i mean like 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 you were saying like chewbacca i think is the yeah like the least divisive character yeah in in media like like who the hell has a problem with chewbacca (laughs) um and and but that's like that's for reason right like he he's everything he's he's loyal you know loving and funny and he's you know fierce he's a warrior but he's also so gentle and and he's um and he's brave and you know it's everything you dream about having in a friend and that's why he's such like he's a perfect sidekick and he's a beast flying the millennium falcon and (laughs) it's just like yeah he's he's a perfect character and that all of those attributes came through from from peter mayhew I think as well is that he was always reliable. He was always like, I know that obviously the idea of Chewbacca came from like the idea of George's dog and you know, how like dogs are always loyal and fierce and they protect you, but they're also emotional. And, but I think that we are as well as, as people and as humans, we are, we can be fierce at times. We could be very protective of our friends, but we can also be open and emotional. And what Peter did was, he just delivered that this is a character that didn't speak English. He just roared, but you, that didn't matter because you could understand what he was saying. You could feel that love for those characters. And it wasn't a bond that's purely just because, you know, it it wasn't because he knew you for a while and then he started loving you. This is a character that he, as soon as he met you and realized if you were a good person, he would love you. I mean, look how, like, with Leia and within, like, 40 minutes of meeting each other, they're hugging each other on the Falcon. It's it's just that, <laughs> it's that magical spirit. And I feel like, I think Eunice wrote a post today that which said sort of the same sentiments I had, which is, it's very hard to distinguish Peter from Chewbacca at times because they are so interlinked. Um, and I, I think that says a lot for the character that how much of himself that he put in there and how much that goodness and innate joy and you know love went into it and it wasn't just the mm-hmm. character either like um the things peter's been doing in his spare time is just 
phenomenal. Despite all the difficulties that he had, he you know he kept going out to these conventions, like you said, Nikki. Even though he wasn't well, he still went all the way to Chicago, like literally a month mm-hmm. ago, less than that, because he had so much love for the fans and so much love for people. And I just want to, you know, I'll ask you guys a bit more in a second, but I just want to make a note and say, um, if you do want to send any sort of message or if you want to give anything back. You don't, even if you don't, if you don't have enough money and you can't, I understand. Obviously, like no one's expecting you. But something I did last night, and I know a few other people. I think um, Peter's family mentioned it as well. Uh, his website, the Peter Mayhew Foundation um, is a charity that he set, he's all started that helped um, tried to help alleviate disease, pain, suffering, and financial toil. So if you had a like a health injury or such that you can afford, it would try and help you out. Um, if you can donate any money to that, I feel like that'd be a big thank you and a little love message back to Peter. Um, because he gave us so much over the years, whether it's the original trilogy, um, the prequel trilogy obviously came back for that, which is just, you know, growing up was such a surprise and a lovely little cap off to the end of those films. And also Force Awakens and helping teach the next generation, which I guess sums up this era as well. Um, have you guys have you got any last thoughts for Peter? Hmm. Um, I guess just from my perspective, I, mm. I regret that I never got to meet him because every single story I see online of people who have, or just, you know, just all they have to say or how like warm he was and how, um, like everything, everything you love about, as we pointed out, everything you love about Chewbacca, that was him as well. And it, yeah, I regret not being able to meet him. And um, <laughs> I did actually meet <laughs> his uh, his uh, successor. So it, I guess there is a little bit of Chewbacca legacy that I mean I was able to connect to. But on that note, um, it's it's a beautiful thing that Chewbacca gets to continue under the you know the um, the guise of someone who was able to have that, like, was able to be mentored by Peter Mayhew. So, yeah, basically, it, it's like the no one's ever really gone, right? You know, like his legacy is living on through Jonas. And although Jonas I have to admit, that. I think and we did have a brief a, encounter Nikki, as well. with Peter Mayhew. Do you remember at Cele- Celebration 2016? We were on the floor talking about Battlefront. Oh, remind me. Um, and we were told to sort of like move out the way and just whooshing past in his wheelchair was PMA, <laughs> like just cheering on. Oh my God. <laughs> he was just, he was like, he was just cheering at everyone and present. Like, <laughs> he's kind of being nice about like, excuse me. But at the same time, like yeah. PMA, waving his, I think it was his lightsaber cane. Um, yeah. But it's just one of those small moments where it's like, well, that was surreal. Chewbacca yeah. just flew past us. Um. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'd forgotten. It must have been so brief, but yeah, that that Definitely. makes me feel better. <laughs> we were we were within his proximity. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's that's such a fun story. Like <laughs> it makes me happy. But yeah. Yeah, I just, um, 
I, I look forward to episode nine for a lot of reasons. Um, it's it, but it it is gonna be a lot of goodbyes. Goodbye to the Skywalker saga. The probably, <laughs> as far as I know, the final goodbye to Carrie. And now, even though it's Eunice in the suit now, um, it'll be our goodbye to Chewbacca and by extension to Peter. So it'll be a um, very emotional ride in December, but I'm just thankful for how much um, how how much he made Chewbacca the icon that he is and just how much he's given back to the fans. And uh, yeah, Peter Mayhew is full of warmth and sweetness and just thank you for everything you've done. Appreciate yeah, thank you, buddy. you, Peter. We love you. Um, I I don't know I don't know what happens after you pass on, but I know for sure that somewhere out there Kenny, Carrie and Peter are having the best party in the whole galaxy. And to be <laughs> <laughs> And he's picking both of them up, Absolutely. one in each arm Absolutely. with a bottle of um, champagne. <laughs> um we need to uh, talk about something else now. Um so we have a little announcement over here at the Senate, uh, which is that our beloved friend and co-host Kristen Bates will be leaving the show. Uh, without her hard work and hilarious inputs, I, I genuinely don't think we'd be the show we are today. Um, a lot of push and like joy and so much fun we had was from getting her on board and all these ideas we had and just we had so much fun and then we got Claire on board and then we sometimes it's hard to describe that when we record these episodes, we'd have like an hour afterwards of just talking nonsense, which is funny considering that's what this podcast is. Um, <laughs> when, yeah, that's true. when me and Nikki came up with the idea of the podcast <laughs> in 2016, it was very hard to describe what we wanted to do. We wanted to be a podcast, but obviously there's so many podcasts, so many Star Wars podcasts, there's too many serious Star Wars podcasts and, I think we're genuinely funny people, but we never really took advantage of that until Kristen came on board and we just started being ourselves. And I think we owe a lot to her for the show we are now. Um, I know you guys were upset as obviously as well. And we're upset, but we're actually kind of inspired and proud of where she's going and what she's doing with the whole journalism stuff. And we love you. Um, Kristen's actually recorded a little message for both, both all of us. And uh, yeah, not you, Claire, sorry. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, this is Charlie. For, I'm joking. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> Kristen's made a little message for us and you listeners. So let's just listen to it. Hey guys, it's Kristen Bates here. I just want to say that I am so grateful for the opportunity to be part of such a wonderful podcast. Charlie, Nikki, and Claire have been so fun to hang out with. I love talking about Star Wars, but most of all, I love the fans of Star Wars. And it's podcasts like the Imperial Senate podcast that make me excited to be a fan of Star Wars. I'll miss being a part of the crew, but I'm so excited for what the future has in store for you guys. Charlie, Nikki, Claire, lots of listeners enjoy what you have to say, and I'm proud of how much you guys have shaped this podcast. I'll miss laughing with you all. May the force be with you. 
We love you, girl. We're going to miss you. Emoji. But you'll still emoji. be around. Heart emoji. <laughs> All of the heart emojis. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I know yeah. Kristen has said that she'd like love to be on guest appearances and stuff. And this, this is always our home. When you leave the Senate, it's not like real life. It's, it's a bit like the president. You don't never. Well, or not. You maintain you maintain your highest office, right? Yeah. So, like, people will still call you senator. Yes, you don't ever not yeah. lose that title. So, Krishna's always a senator, right? So, no worries. Um, yeah, she'll always be a part of our our podcast family <laughs> and uh, she, our pod fam. Unless, and, uh, unless she becomes <laughs> she president, unless she becomes president of Star Wars Twitter. Then oh, in which case, then yeah, she's then no longer she a senator. Can't be senator we'll respect that. Yeah. I mean, you still have like the subtitle. Yeah, <laughs> former senator and president. You can have like a, like a Daenerys Targaryen list of attributes, and senator will be <laughs> list them all. That'd be awesome if someone can make that as a present to Kristen. That'd be awesome. Just a Daenerys <laughs> uh, postcard. But yeah, we love you. Um, I'm gonna miss you, but we're also proud of to see you do your own thing. It's a weird thing to say that, isn't it? I can't say it without yeah. sounding really awkward, <laughs> but it's true. Like I'm proud of the work we've done and continue to do. Um, mm-hmm. Right, let's get on with the episode. Let's talk about some cool Star Wars stuff, guys. We're so tired and defeated today. Um <laughs> 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 we'll get back on track eventually. It's yeah, heavy, it's heavy start evening, to today's obviously. episode. Um, also, I've got a bad throat, so I might just sound more tired than usual, which is which is a surprise, I guess. Um, we're going to be doing a comprehensive <laughs> "The Rise of Skywalker" trailer breakdown, but we would be remiss if we didn't mention that this Friday, aka tomorrow when we're recording, potentially today if it's released. Maybe yesterday, if I'm wrong. (laughs) (laughs) The surrounding days around this recording. (laughs) Basically, Friday will be Star Wars Day. So, May the 4th. Saturday will be Star Wars Day. Saturday? What day is it? I don't know. Where am I? Friday, (laughs) aka today, will be May the 3rd. So, uh, May the 3rd be with you guys. Yay. (laughs) No, um... Any plans to celebrate Star Wars Day? <laughs> I'm I'm laughing because I'm trying not to cry because I'll be working because I work in the Lego store <laughs> and we have our big weekend long May the Fourth promotions going on. That's um, that's still related, even though you're suffering. Come in, guys! Come in, get your uh, new Tantive Four <laughs> Lego sets mm-hmm. releasing today for VIPs and tomorrow for Ooh. everyone else. <laughs> and um, if you spend over $75 on Star Wars Lego products, which are also all double VIP points, you get a small miniaturized Battle of Hoth diorama. Look at that. Which That's is, some solid advertising, Nikki. Yeah, it's great because I was, I was at work till 1130 setting up the store last night for, oh. for this stuff. <laughs> so it's funny. It's like, man, this is a, a weird perspective I now have on Star Wars Day. So if you go into <laughs> Nikki's Lego store and say moist to him, he'll give you a 20% discount, right? Uh, I will say maybe. <laughs> <laughs> 
for that, I don't have to. <laughs> don't have any pressure uh, on you. Oh, just, dear. Uh, it's right. good promotion. But yeah. No, it's it, you know it's yeah. fun and like most pretty much every Lego Star Wars set has gone on sale also for this weekend. So I know I'm. Ooh, I'm very, very, very tempted to buy the pod racing set. Oh, it's nice. It's very uh, nice. I want it. It looks good. <laughs> yeah, they did. A, they did a great job with the anniversary stuff. Um, for anyone who is unaware, they they released five sets uh, of. Basically, remakes of some old classic sets, um, going back all the way to like some of the very first um, Lego Star Wars things. So they're really cool, updated. They come with the uh, specialized twenty years of Lego Star Wars um, like remakes of the classic minifigs for a few characters. So it's a it's a cool thing Lego did. And I know this is a topic. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I was just going to ask because um, I'm I'm not entirely positive. Nikki, did you see the Lego display at Celebration? Yeah. Was it that? Was that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, those were the those, those were the five sets. Release? Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Yeah. They they looked awesome. Yeah, they they did a really cool job at Celebration of because like I wish we could do it in the store, but I guess it's hard to like track down the old sets. <laughs> but uh, the Lego yeah. exhibit at Celebration, yeah, had the the classic version and then the new one like kind of next to each other. So you could see it. That was really a neat setup. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. I was going to say Nikki, I know this is off topic, but how much is the slave one set? <laughs> <laughs> in pounds? <laughs> yeah. Um, roughly. In dollars, I think it's one twenty. Okay. So about hundred pound, maybe. Something like that. Okay, yeah. cool. Which is a cool one guys, because if you're trying to collect your bounty hunters, um, this is like the first Zuckus they've ever made. I'm pretty sure. Oh, so, I didn't know that. So yeah, we we got Dengar, Bosky Bosk, and IG88, and uh, Forlom. I think. Yeah, we're uh, we're in a, a pack together, and then ju- Boba shows up all over the place. I was just about then, to say, you know, in front of me Zuckus. is the bounty hunter set with Bosk, IG88, and Forlom. So yeah. And op- that's that's a great that was a great pack they did. Yeah. They don't usually do things that well. <laughs> it was like, wow, four really specific characters <laughs> in one little box. Okay, sign me up. It's great as well because uh, it's like they're all banding together on like a little holiday. There's a little rucksack on the back of mm-hmm, Bosk's little mm-hmm. bike. It's great. Iggy Pop. Oh, it's so precious. <laughs> yeah. They, so yeah, get your bounty hunters, guys. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What are you going to be doing? Um, let's see. So in the morning, Ooh. I am working. I will be working in the lab, but I'll be dealing with patients until about 1230. So I'm going to wear some Star Wars jewelry to work just to be festive. I have to wear scrubs. I can't wear Star Wars clothes, but I'll wear Star Wars jewelry. Probably my uh, Star Wars bandana in my hair, something fun. And then I'm going to come home and take a nap. and. Uh, Probably I'll be online because um, Steel Saunders of the Steel Wars podcast is doing um, a live premiere of the video of his celebration show, which I was very fortunate to be a part of. I had a really great time recording it with them. So um, I get to see the video of how much of an ass I made of myself. <laughs> so it'll be good. 
No, and there's a live chat room too, so you'll probably see me in the chat room. Um, and I'll just be talking about how cringy it is to watch myself on video. That'll be fun. Yay. And I'll probably watch a Star Wars movie at some point because tomorrow's the day to oh, do yeah. it. Oh, yeah. That should probably happen at some point. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I should watch The Phantom Menace. That's a good one for this mm-hmm. year. I kind of want to watch a Chewy one, though. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe a new hope. Yeah, so definitely watch that Still Wars. That would be quite interesting to see Claire um, get paid by Jepsen Smilor, um to subtly <laughs> intoxicate yeah. every fucking person in the world. <laughs> Except Anthony Bresnikin, man. You guys got to watch that just to see how well he took that freaking shot of Malort. I am so impressed by that man for many reasons. He's got powers. He's a hash. He does. I don't think he's, he's a human. a good egg. Um, <laughs> he has a good egg. <laughs> it's kind of one thing that's really funny. Like, this is sort of like our May the Fourth episode, right? Like, based on where it is, but it's like we talk about this all the time. <laughs> it's almost like, what do you, what do you even say on May the Fourth anymore <laughs> to like to like people like <laughs> us, right? It's like we, it doesn't need to be this day for us to obsess and not and like celebrate what we what we like about Star Wars. So. I don't know. I don't really have much profound to say about May the 4th anymore. Yeah, it's a bit weird. My auntie sent me a picture of... She was in Tesco, which is this British supermarket. And in the cheese section, which is just like the deli section, but for cheeses. And the open refrigerated section just had loads of pictures of Star Wars, like TIE Fires and like figures of like Darth Vader. And <laughs> my, my auntie was like, why have you got all this Star Wars stuff out. And they're like, oh, it's made the fourth, and it's like a little cheese. It was just, it's just like casual, like, oh yeah, you should try the brie. By the way, <laughs> made a force brie with you. Like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, dang. Um. <laughs> that joke was cheesy. I hate myself. Oh, I should probably microphone. Time to abandon ship. <laughs> That's all. That is all our listeners. <laughs> sorry, guys. If you downloaded this, I'm that so sorry. That was a one-two punch right there. But I dig it. Ooh. Um, thank you. Yeah, you know, you can never, you can never discount a corporation's ability to cash in on our love for Star Wars. <laughs> so true. Oh yeah, give me the Star Wars cheese. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Where was totally Guerrero hiding? I don't want to know. <laughs> I hate this. I'm so scared. Where was Saw Guerrero hiding, Charlie? Cheddar. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> That's so dumb. I love it. <laughs> I hate myself. It's fine. <laughs> I had a good laugh back, today. Thank you, go Charlie. Go back to the grocery store and give him that one for free. <laughs> seriously uh-huh. Uh-huh. oh god uh-huh. well <laughs> Charlie did you share your plans for Star Wars Day or did you just make cheese jokes I made cheese jokes <laughs> um, no I don't know what yeah. I'm going to be doing uh, probably trying to get rid of this cold <laughs> um, That's not even Wensleydale <laughs> <laughs> oh grummet um <laughs> Out of context, if you guys go on YouTube and you watch Wallace, if you like Wallace and Gromit, search for Darth Wallace. It's the best YouTube video known to man. 
<laughs> so good. So good. Um, I have actually, I don't know if you can hear this. Um, oh, okay. I have the Lego Star Wars. I bought this like a month or maybe two months ago. I still haven't opened it mm-hmm. yet because I've just been too busy being cool. Um, what you get? It's the Death Star Escape um, set. Ooh. With Luke. That's a fun one. Leia wow. and a Stormtrooper. I built that one for our display. Ooh. Um, I'm looking forward to And there is also a mouse droid in there. Is there? <gasps> there is. There oh, is. I love little, mouse droids. Little mouse droid. I didn't even notice that. That's awesome. Surprising every box. <laughs> is that your chat line, Nikki? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I will probably oh, end up Lord. looking at the... Because I've got a VIP thing, Lego store. So mm-hmm. I probably will end up looking at Star Wars Lego, saying I'm not going to get anything because that would be foolish. And then looking at my basket and crying because I'm bankrupt. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because I love Slave 1. I have the original Slave 1 set, 999. Shout out to Lego <laughs> if they're listening. Yeah. They want to give me free stuff. Um, and then I bought the tw- I think it was the 2006 <laughs> Slave One set. I didn't get the follow up one because I was poor. Um, but yeah, that one that one do it. That was <laughs> the first. I think Boba Fett redesign with the helmet. Um, so yeah. I am tempted, tempted to get the new Slave One set. I have nowhere to put it, <laughs> but I will find a way. I don't think I need. I don't think I need a bed, to be honest. So I can get rid of that. As long as I have like, a sleep one set. Yeah. And then, no, yeah, if I drink a lot, maybe oh, I'll end up buying that Bespin set and having to like sell a kidney. Oh yeah. Well, if if you're struggling for space issues, um, <laughs> that one's not going to help you out that much. Oh, the slave one. Unless you unless no the uh, the best. Oh, one. okay. That will. That's a wide set. <laughs> um, it will. It will take up a lot of surface area. I tell you that much. Hmm. Um, but yeah, since since we're you know, I'm sure everyone wants to know my shopping plans. I think I might might go swing by and get the uh, major Von Riggs Tie Fighter oh. brand oh, new set. And um, but then I was also thinking, man, maybe I should get one with Chewbacca in it. And they got that sweet uh, ATAP Walker from Revenge of the Sith. Oh yeah, comes with Chewbacca. Comes with Commander oh, Green. Yeah, and um, yeah. So we'll see. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Helping out the corporations, for Star Wars Day. But no new Tarful figure. Yeah, there is a new Tarful actually. There is. There's a, a droid gunship. <gasps> you know the, those. Disguise. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can I just and say it's a good, it's a good figure. Can I just say, well done to Lego for appreciating. Tarful. Yeah, no, they pimped out the Battle of Kashyyyk. There's like three sets that all work together for Battle of Kashyyyk that they've like just put out because one of the anniversary sets is is the like ATRT. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the one. That's one of the ones I had mm-hmm. when I was um, having my operation that really helped. So. Mm-hmm. It's it's just cool to see all that stuff. I guess the other stuff that will be going on for May the fourth, and then there's a lot of Star Wars dot com related stuff. There was that one of those I can't remember. Are they called Galaxy of Adventures? There's many clips. Yeah, yeah. There's a great one just released of Jabba's Palace that has. You're darn right. <laughs> Sorry, <go ahead. laughs> I think Claire was excited by this one. 
because I loved it. As you may know, she's a great fan of um, Bib Fortuna. Bib Fortuna. And I mean, Ryan, you can all suck it, but whatever. <laughs> I would suck Bib Fortuna to be honest. Ruana Wanga. Ruana Wanga. Wanga. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Claire, do the do the laugh. Do the wow. laugh. I can't do I wouldn't do the, dare. I Claire, can't do it justice. Do I can't do the Nick, laugh. Nicky, Nicky, I do the laugh. Do the laugh. Oh, I can't do the <laughs> Oh wait. <laughs> it's so good. I was gonna offer you a helping hand, but Is that him coming? <laughs> Claire, I told you not to release that tape. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I had the stuffed animal on hand. I had to squeeze him. Make him make a noise. I was genuinely worried that was something I accidentally put on the chat (laughs) that I recorded. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we got some Jordan and Charlie Ashby over here, so. (laughs) Like audio audio footage of Charlie during Avengers Endgame. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. In that oh, in that man. screening, I basically jumped onto the roof like it's, it's like he does when yes. <laughs> hanging off the rafter. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> he's so yeah. cute. I love it. <laughs> oh man. So um, now that we've gone completely off topic, mm. shall we bring back and uh, do a little? Beat by beat trailer breakdown. I'm ready to beat the beat. Mm-hmm. Beat what? Yes. No, mm. Mm. I'm ready to beat the meat of episode nine. <laughs> beat, um, it. beat it out. <laughs> it's funny because uh, when, when we when we write <laughs> when we write our like outlines for scripts in class, we like one of the things you make is a beat sheet. It's like, huh? There's, there's a lot of beat it out talking. <laughs> it's delicious. Mm-hmm. Oh. Meow. <laughs> um. All right. So, Can we play the uh, episode nine trailer talk. first. Sure. Yeah. Let's play the trailer. Get that. Get that pump up jam. Pump the jam. Drop over the top Um. See you in a bit. <laughs> We've passed on all we know. A thousand generations live in you now. But this is your fight.
So how about them apples? Um, yeah. So we, of course, talked a little bit about how at Celebration Chicago, we had an incredibly emotional experience watching this from our respective spots on the floor. Um, but we'll just break this down beat by beat, talk about it. So, of course, trailer starts out full black. The Lucasfilm logo fades in and we hear heavy breathing from Ray. She And all of us. And all of us. <laughs> when the footage comes up, it's Ray in the desert still doing that heavy breathing. And you hear the Luke Skywalker voiceover. We've passed on all we know. Um, yeah. So how about that start to a trailer? <laughs> Were you in? Were you dying? Were you drooling like I was? <laughs> It's great because it's so it's like very suspenseful, you know. Like it's a it's a tense opening um, because obviously we're about to like we see her looking off in the distance and then we hear that Tie Fighter roar, kind of just like really slowly coming in, and then the Tie Fighter starts coming in not slowly at yeah. all, <laughs> and um, and it's just like yeah, this is shit. This is something's going on here. Um, and people will theorize, of course, what what this <laughs> means for these two characters. Um, but yeah, no, it's a it's a very like I don't want to say like high octane, but like it's a it's a heart pump. Like it gets that heart pump in this this opening. Yeah, it's definitely a little stressful, at least for me. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, she's standing there in the middle of nowhere, and you don't often see a Tie Fighter or TIE Interceptor in this case, you don't often see a lone fighter and you don't see them far from a Star Destroyer. So it's very bizarre to see the lone TIE Interceptor in atmosphere and Ray is alone in the middle of the desert, nobody else, nothing else around. Why is she there? And what in the world is going on with that TIE fighter? And uh, And where where in the world is she? Well, in the, in the Unisphere. Yeah. Talk about, like, getting you in and hooked right off the bat. Like, even if you're not a Star Wars fan, like, people have been, people have been hooked, at least judging by my Endgame reactions. Like, since that's the last trailer that I've mm-hmm. seen before Endgame starts, both times I went to go see it. So, there, I got some good audience reactions for that. Oh, uh, yeah. Opening night. It was oh. great with um, just having that trailer up <laughs> right up before it. Hype reaches maximum. <laughs> but yeah, Ray. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. I'm used to being <sighs> ignored by you, Claire. Oh, my God. Oh, sorry. Can, I, can I just say, um, you said that the TIE fighter was a TIE interceptor when actually it's clearly Kylo Ren's TIE silencer. So. You wanted to- oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> fake fan I'm Claire. a fake fan <laughs> uh, now Claire has to record a goodbye message <laughs> oh damn it you're right oh no oh no you're right wow if only you if only you would have done your research beforehand and you could have stayed <laughs> now you look stupid <laughs> yeah what's new there <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I could, I could remember Bib Fortuna's name earlier. So big whoop. Do you want to fight us, fans? Fight us. 
I'm sorry, I'm dying. Um, What did I think of that bit? It was pretty cool. We didn't get the episode 9 trailer for Endgame, like originally. But the second viewing, it was there. And can I just say, it's a perfecto. It's actually great how you can actually hear the TIE Fighter in the distance. You can't really tell quite when you listen to it Mm -hmm. on the phone. It's like... And also just how beautiful the shots are. Like, say what you want about TFA, which I think over time I actually grow to love more. Um, JJ is really great at creating a, like a, a vision. Like, you could... T- that trailer by itself, you could, like, take so many screen caps and they look like pieces of art. It's just beautiful. Seriously, yeah. yeah. It looks gorgeous. And the photos, like the onset photos that we got in yeah. that panel, just... Every shot is just picturesque. It looks fabulous. I am excited. Mm. I am also excited. But yeah, so speaking of things that are also excited, Luke says we've passed on all we know, and Rey takes a lightsaber from her belt, and Luke continues, a thousand generations Mm. live in in you Mm. now. As the TIE Interceptor appears in the distance, he says, but this mm. is your fight. <laughs> Come on, that is just badass. So, which bring bringing in the prequels, bringing in the sequels, dudes? Hell yeah! Um, so actually, I'm I read an I read an interview by Mike Zero, and he said that there is a planet called You Now, which is where all the Jedi live. <laughs> Uh, do you think I give up? Yes. <laughs> so this is a win. all over again, man. Manny fucking Bathins. Uh, Actually, I think Luke's going to be played by Jeff Bridges. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun, actually. <laughs> I'd actually be down with that. Let's go. I would love, a, I would love an alternate, an alternate like universe where. Jeff Bridges is Luke. No, Meryl Streep should be Luke. Oh, I mean, yeah. There should be no Meryl plays everyone. Yeah, just don't explain it. Just let it happen. Yeah. It's Meryl Wars. But she's got the Russian accent from Mary Poppins. <laughs> I don't know why I make this more complicated, but why not? I don't know why either, but you it's know what? Time, I don't watch it. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, did I tell you I got blocked by Mike Zero? <laughs> I'm no, this proud is of you. Off topic, but yeah. I think he was I'm just confused because every time he talks, it's a question. <laughs> I, oh. love, I love you. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm Ron you. Burgundy. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> great, great callback in oh, the trailer. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to move forward, guys. I'm trying to move forward. Uh, yeah, great callback in the trailer. Every generation has a legend hitting you with that Phantom Menace realness. Oh, yeah, baby. And especially after seeing that trailer on the big screen at that Phantom Menace panel. and It's it's so fresh and so familiar. I love it. Every generation has a freaking legend mm-hmm. and Ray is the legend for this freaking generation of children who are going to grow up loving her as their Luke Skywalker. It's awesome. Yeah. You know, it, re- it reminds me of someone who got mad at me when I 
I said sorry. Like, this line, like, I think is very true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh, this must have been someone else then. Um, yeah, because uh, I, I mentioned that, like, Star Wars trilogies are, like, generational, right? And, like, like they're, they're like, of course, everybody, um, everybody, like, is totally, you know, capable of loving each one. But, like, by design, each each one is, is a separate, you know, chunk, like, specifically, like, sort of, like, geared towards, you know, the, the new people coming in, right? Like, like it's it's a place like each one is like a place where you can start, and um, I I like how I I just always love this line like every every no matter how old you are you have a legend that you connect to, and um, it was really nice seeing you know that really applied to the sequel trilogy as well. Yep, I agree wholeheartedly. Sorry, that was a little silence yes. there, but no, you're so right. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking about just, you know, the amount of joy. Like you can say it's funny the sort of disconnect between all the weird hatred after that last Jedi. Irregardless if it was good, bad, whatever. Not here to discuss that, but just that weird vibe we had. And then that compared to just pure sort of energy and love for you know this film it's crazy it's, it's just it's just cool to see um it's hard to describe it that sort of energy that electricity um oh the force yes nikki thank you um <laughs> it's, been, it's been really bugging me i don't get this force thing in the films the only thing i, I just argh, i don't get it <laughs> that one, one scene where he lifts up a, a, a pair but you can't do that in real life i don't get it um no, it's it's where you uh, do the same thing for like thirty times, and once you do thirty-one, then you're like officially powerful. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> Just dying. I'm dying over here. That's so funny <laughs> to me. Yeah, that's why that Mary Sue Ray. Screw that girl. She's not this generation's legend. You know, I heard I heard she did it like maybe I heard she practiced maybe twenty five times, but you really had to do that thirty first mm, time. That's not enough to like actually cross the sh- the threshold. But but yeah, no. <laughs> actually, Luke Luke actively says that he shot Womprats on the uh, Tatooine farm, so clearly he was able to blow up a twenty year project with a military institution based on his mind powers that he learnt a few hours ago. <laughs> but also technically like shouldn't the womp rat have been a harder target because womp rats can that be- is no. so true no okay never mind charlie no no that's not what it is well womp rat has got a big fucking <laughs> laser that can blow you up in a minute but the laser can't shoot the, ty- the fire no, it will murder everyone else and the only chance at freedom in the galaxy but yeah sure the little fucking rat is the important part oh, i mean if we're God. talking about the harder <laughs> shot i mean Harder shot. The hardest shot in the galaxy is There's some Java juice on a heavy night. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Aren't you supposed to talk about episode nine? <laughs> With the painting episode four. <laughs> We're like, "Let me tell you something about Fat Thor." <laughs> oh, Spoiler <good> alert! <laughs> oh, so how about that Star Wars? Um, 
So we see the title screen. Every generation has a legend. And then you hear some suspenseful strings accompany the sound of the TIE fighter. Uh, we go back to a shot of the desert landscape and the TIE interceptor speeds by. Ray ignites her lightsaber. <sighs> Time silencer, Jeez. fuck off. Speeds by. Fake fan. Um, it just say that. It says fake fan. Do you want to do him? Did you want to sit through it's and do it? It's uh, Trump 2020. <laughs> hashtag Mary Sue. Hashtag the Thunder Menace. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. So the tie. I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> the the tie silencer speeds by. Ray ignites the lightsaber and turns away with her badass battle face on. There is a close sh- close up mm. shot of what appears to be Kylo's gloves pushing the accelerator mm. of the freaking tie fighter. Ray looks back at him, determined, and then starts sprinting away. And Princess Leia's suite begins to play as she backflips over the freaking tie fighter head. She what? She like backside <laughs> round off nonsense. All I know, it was cool shit. Like <laughs> Ray with her with her Air Jordans yes. flipping back. Oh my god. Just oh, when, what a moment. I can't oh um, I can't. When that happened, yeah. all you could hear, like Claire, you were next to me, all you could hear was this. <laughs> That's pretty much there were so many screams where we were standing, and I think I was one of them. <laughs> I was like, ah! oh, man. I was like, oh my god. I wish, I wish someone had like Full footage of that um, Star Wars show stage reaction. Seriously, I, I would have just—I would love to see just every beat of of the reaction because yeah, there's there's so much to as we're I assume eventually going to get through. There's so there's so many moments in this trailer um, where it's like just everything is an applause line, and it's this this one really kicked it off, and it's like this like this was the moment. It's like you expect like a big moment in a trailer. Or a teaser, rather. I thought this was as big as it was going to get, and everything was else was just going to be like, boo, boo, boo. So it's going to be fun to talk about the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, but yeah, it, could, it just, I, I, this really was, it's like putting, I, I'm trying to remember what show this is from, but there is, I think it's How I Met Your Mother. Barney talks about how the perfect, they were talking about how the perfect playlist, um, like party pump up playlist, has ups and downs that you pump pump up songs and then you got to bring it back down for a second and then pump it up but barney's like no you need only pump all up rise. all rise no fall <laughs> that is his trailer is all rise and no fall it's like what 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 right. each new clip is just another just oh i somebody else speak i don't have words <laughs> can we just <laughs> i can't do I'm, sentences yeah i'm tempted just where i've just been looking still through. in celebration mode. um the list of Lego Star Wars sound effects for deaths. And I feel like we, should, we might as well just download them and use them as our oh my reaction pieces. Because there's nothing else Bear explains our reaction to the episode I'm trying to than this. If it plays. <laughs> so Claire, what did you think when Ray jumped over the, <laughs> the title? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, great. Yeah, that's real. That is pretty much how I felt. <laughs> is that the official sound what of moist? Think, that is a very moist noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Yeah, that just about covers it. 
Um, but yeah, Ray Ray flips the fuck out over that that tie fighter silencer interceptor, <laughs> <laughs> which um, which has been it's had his design expanded upon, I believe, since um, since we last saw it. I think there's some new like red coloration around the uh, the cockpit. Well, he's got to do synergy. I don't even know if it's the same ship as a. Uh, I don't know if it's the exact same ship as the one in the Last Jedi either, because there, there's like enough that's kind of different looking about it. Um, I think it. I think it is. It's just that he's got new synergy. He's got to, you know promote the brand. Um, you know it's 2019, Nicky. You got to keep updating the brand. Obviously, he wanted to fix the helmet because helmets are back in this year. Um, I don't oh, know if you've yeah. seen the uh, GFFA calendar, like the the catalog. Helmets are back in this year, but also it's kind of you don't want it to be too perfect. You want to have that sort of rugged look, um, a bit gentrification, mm-hmm. but not too poor that you're actually look like you're homeless. You have to look look like you're kind of homeless, but you're actually really rich. So Ben is going for the cracked helmet look. Um, used to do at home, if, listeners. If you just get a helmet, maybe buy one of the Black Series helmets, um, smash it against the wall. Smash uh, it if you're angry. <laughs> get some lovely red glue. Put it back together. You need like a yeah, resin yeah. of some Just sort. Just get some uh, resin and melt it. Obviously, ask a parent for help. Um, and put your helmet back together. Um, don't choke on the plastic fumes, and you'll be good to go. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just to point out something really quickly. Um, the uh, the entire cockpit of the uh, episode nine starfighter is quite different to the one in episode eight, so I don't know what this ship is. Uh, I think it's just shot from a different angle for some reason. Jake, no, it's different, mm-hmm. man. You gotta check out that that, that windshield <laughs> or windscreen. Um, I'm having a look, but but yeah, um, it is. It's it's a cool, it's it's an epic shot. Just and the slow motion. I wonder if it's going to be like slow in the, the film version as well. God, I hope so because I just love that. I love how it's in slow motion. I I love it. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe it's a tire silence uh, interceptor. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. What was that, Charlie? Could you say that a little bit louder for the people in the back? Guys, I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry. I actually feel really mean for saying that. I'm totally joking around with you. Um. <laughs> Guys, I'm... Love you, I'm, buddy. I'm, 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 I'm wrong. I'm... Oh, my God. <laughs> I've come to talk with you again. Oh, my God. Because softly creeping... We do not own the rights to this song. <laughs> it's uh, its use is not meant anyway, for Anyway, Carrie Fisher monetary. was married no. to uh, and that's why we played the song. Um, anyway, what? <laughs> Ring theory. Um, I'm so happy the next <laughs> Okay, this Christmas. We can see the title screen say this Christmas, and we see a shot of a small ship approaching a city atop an area in the middle of a snowy mountain range. Where are they going? I don't know. Some people seem to be theorizing that that's the same Ooh. ship that Ray's parents were are, but some people have also said that it doesn't look exactly the same. So, interesting. I, I am firmly in 
same design ship. Mm. Ooh. It's too similar in design for us not to at least not that for them to not even like want us to make that connection in something, whether it's a fake out yeah. or for real. I don't know. The engines are the same. I don't, I don't care. Like everything else is, if, it, if nothing else works, like that is too close to be an accident. So something about it, I feel is a connection. What do you think, Charlie? Are you in camp raised parents or are you in camp? Nah. I'm camp. It looks like the same ship, but also it that doesn't necessarily mean I feel like we're gonna get some backstory to the parents and it won't exactly be like Kyler and Seb. But also that he wasn't lying. Like I feel like I'd be in between. Um I don't know. I don't wanna to put too many eggs in that basket. It might just be a really cool design that yeah. they happen to reuse. It's like seeing a Ford Focus and going, oh shit, it's my parents. Oh wait, it's just a random other person <laughs> with the same fucking car. Like, mm. you know. But also it's Star Wars. But again, yeah, but it's also like, you don't you don't make those choices for no reason when you're designing these things. So like, I don't, again, like I don't know what the hell it means for the story, but like that that ship design is, yeah, like, is too similar. For example, to, there was this really like fucking nothing. stupid idiot that thought he saw a TIE silencer earlier, and it was actually a TIE interceptor. Oh um, my god. And you don't want to be like that guy, because he just Ooh. he was going gung-ho for that. <laughs> <laughs> he was pushing his glasses up his nose. Fools. So, oh, so far up his nose that he was it was coming out of his mouth. <laughs> and you know, oh my god. Do you know really came out of his mouth? Lies and deceit. <laughs> Deception. Lies and deceit. Deception. Chin. <laughs> Chin. Chin. <laughs> um. Um, on the next. Yeah. Uh, the next little shot that we get is one of my personal favorite shots in the trailer, and and that is mm. in the middle of a red tinted wood in the woods. Uh, a helmet-free Kylo Ren. Hey, I like you know. Kylo I like some red tinted wood. Um, in the middle like of the oh yeah, I mean that's true. You, we all know yeah. that's true. We've talked no, about he's that not before. Red tinted wood. If you know what I mean. <laughs> I mean, he probably did until he got his legs cut off. Um, sorry. Anyway, in Ew. the middle of the woods, a helmet-free Kylo Ren uses one arm to fucking body slam an enemy to the ground, all while his lightsaber is ignited with the other hand, and First Order stormtroopers are firing at somebody in the background. Hello. That's awesome. <laughs> mm. It's brutal. It's so cool. Is he, is he mowing him down with, like, the guard of the, the lightsaber? I think, like in this, in the, I think it's, like, in the shoulder, a bit like what happened to him. Um, but actually, I feel like someone pointed this out. I'm not exactly sure if they are resistance troopers because if you look at the background, one of the people mm-hmm. looks like one of the Knights of Ren. That's what I thought. It, I thought that it looked like he was taking down a Knight of Ren. I feel like the color scheme mm. of the uniforms are off, and I I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I mean, sometimes you got to get rid of the, the bad people in your life. And sometimes you do it by unfriending them on Facebook. Sometimes you do it by body slamming them in the forest. I mean, that's what's worked for me. That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't I don't know what it is because it's um it seemed interesting to uh to drop a Knights of Ren like reference like that in the trailer. But um I'm very curious where he is because that's a very specific looking kind of setting. Um because I know I know it it's it's dangerous business to be like saying, Oh, it's definitely this <laughs> but I've seen some people throwing Dathomir around, which would oh. be just mind mind melding oh. to like think about I haven't heard that. Why um, did you say that? Oh my god, my body. It won't be. <laughs> it won't be. Right. Exactly. But um but it, it I love that it has that kind of vibe and I, I'm very curious where it is. Because it's red. And why he's there. Yeah, the is lighting that, is red. Is that it though? Is that the only reason why I think it's Dathomir? Because it's red. It's like red red forest, which is like Dathomir. Wasn't definitely pretty much destroyed and like a bit more rocky formation. I mean, where the Night Sisters are is definitely a, a mm. forest. Okay, but but I mean, yeah, it's whatever. Mm. I still feel I feel like Endor is the most likely position. Um, I feel like there's going to be a sort like again. I said this before. Like based on the trailer, I feel like it's going to be like the Last Crusade, where there's all these different groups trying to go for the same thing. Um, mm-hmm. I know there's rumors that perhaps Matt Smith, who aka Doctor Who, um, is playing an ex Knight of Ren, like another like Padawan who is trying to go for the same thing. So maybe like some of the Knights of Ren or all of them are following him, whilst also. Kylo and the First Order are aiming for the same object, and Rey is going for the same object, mm-hmm. so maybe it all connects to the Palpatine of it all. <laughs> that's funny. Um, I love the main joke, that's bad. And uh, <laughs> I feel like it's all going to sort of come together on Endor. Uh, which is pretty yeah. dope. Like I like the idea that all these, all these different people sort of fying off for the same object for different reasons, and Maybe Ben is in the middle. Maybe he is actively looking for it for naughty reasons. Naughty little fascist. Um, <laughs> but he ends up, you know, changing his mind when he sees that there's actually some of a bad eggs out there. I, wow. I, I mean, I like that idea. I like, the, I just like the idea that obviously the reason why it's red is because it's a film and because it's thematic and because he's the bad guy. It's not like he's like, oh. No, it's very, it's very obviously a planet that nobody really yeah. has a connection to anymore. But yeah, we do. They, they do. Well. <laughs> oh, yeah, everyone will know what Daphnir is if you're 92. Um. But I just feel like Endor makes sense, like on the thematic level, and also like this is the dude who wears all black and has a big red sword. Like they're bad people. It's supposed to represent bad. It's the same reason why we see Ray wear neutral colors and it helps the blue shine through. Because yeah, it's cool, but also it denotes what like side they're on. <laughs> she wears white and has a blue lightsaber. He wears black. Mm-hmm. He has a red lightsaber. The bit why is red is because. Well, for a start, he's got a big fucking red sword that's probably shining on the camera lens. Because JJ's in the universe, he's just filming it. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> but uh, also, you know, Star Wars is not subtle with these things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But 
but yeah, no, it's it's fascinating. It's a fascinating shot, and I think just another piece of a little detective trivia is uh, the guy he's like mowing down doesn't appear to be holding a blaster or anything. Mm-hmm. So I think that could also fit into the this possible Knights of Ren idea because I don't think they, I think they all seem to have like those like melee weapon kind of things. I like that. It's very interesting. Also, because and that would make sense too because. Why would, haven't we seen the Knights of Ren at this point if they're still in league with each other? I know in Force mm-hmm. Awakens, Snoke calls him the master of the Knights of Ren. But if he is their master and is still on good terms with them, we're also talking several years in the future since we're taking a time jump for this last one. Um, I Something tells me the Knights of Ren, that the band has broken up. And I think that Snoke was Yoko Ono. Um <laughs> Snoke Ono. Um, <laughs> so can that be the, can that be the episode title? And I Snoke Ono. No, yeah, that it's fascinating. Yeah, if they've gone rogue from him, and yeah, like if if the Matt Smith thing is is that direction, like what their motivations are and why the power why that power is relevant to them is uh, yeah interesting. Yeah. Shall we uh shall we move on to the next I feel like the next few shots we can kind of combine together. Um yeah, let's So do that. the first one we've already alluded to. Um there is a close-up shot of what appears to be Kylo Ren's hands using some sort of welding equipment to repair his broken helmet with that badass red welding glue or whatever it is. Um there's a sexy shot of Finn and Poe on a cliffside staring off into the desert at who knows what. And then um, BB-8 and his new little droid buddy, Rio, tilt their heads to the side like the sweet, confused little pups that they are. Aw. So. Oh, cuties. They're all a bunch, three really quick shots, but there's a good, there's a good amount to, to think about in those. Um, just because I'm like scrubbing through in extra slow motion, I want to go back to that Kylo helmet thing. Sure. And... Whoever's gluing that helmet has furry hands. <laughs> Wait, furry hands? Yeah. Oh, snap. Maybe it's not Kylo's it's hands. I, I mean, unless Kylo's going through some shit. It's like he took the wrong polyjuice potion or something. <laughs> and, um, it's a cat. <laughs> well. Yeah, so that's, that's an interesting thing because not many things in Star Wars have furry hands. Chewbacca has furry hands. Maybe Kylo joins the good boys and Chewbacca's like, hey, buddy, you might need some head protection. We're about to go on a speeder bike and you should have a helmet. And then he fixes him. Like, or maybe it's, you, an, maybe it's an evil an evil Ewok on Android. <laughs> an evil Ewok? His name is Harry Hand. The Spirit of Palpatine, Spirit of Palpatine has gone into an Ewok and the Seawalk is like, oh, ha, ha, ha. yeah. I'm trying to imagine how the internet would respond to Palpatine putting, manifesting his spirit inside the body of an Ewok, and just the sheer amount of like pure outrage that I can picture on Twitter. It's filling me with so much joy. That sounds great. <laughs> I'm in that camp yeah, now. <laughs> that guy's got some weird hands. Well, it kind of that it, much. It kind of looks more like it's some sort of fur, like collar on like on these on these hands like whatever clothing they're wearing so either it's a knight of ren or maybe potentially we could be seeing 
could we potentially be seeing someone along the lines of like is his name Vani from Vader's Tower? Oh, Vinay. Hmm. Yeah. Vinay. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. I feel bad now. Get it right, Mr. <laughs> Ty <laughs> Silencer. Tyler's just taking an L today. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm such an asshole. I hate myself. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's a good point. It could be part of the clothing. Um, is it? Because it, is it a good point? It's guys. Just, is that good enough? Yeah, we'll take it. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird. It's a weird like the way it's like sort of jutting out. It's either he has weird furry hands, or yeah, it could be like on the collar of the clothing, or the not the collar, the uh, or the wrist kind of thing. Um, so yeah, who knows? Interesting. It is very interesting, and I love. Um, I loved seeing um, little little Rio, Dio, Dio's his name, not Rio. Dio. Wow! Um, now now I'm pulling a Charlie Ashley. Oh, wow! Wow! Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ouch. I'm sorry. You're actually you you are never like that. So I'm sorry for being such a jerk. I feel bad now. I'm gonna stop joking <laughs> about it. But um, <laughs> I, I wouldn't feel bad. It was actually like a dig earlier. Oh my god. Well, you were joking. I'm joking, too. Anyway, so Dio and BB-8 are freaking adorable. And I love um, I love just that shot of them because they're so darn cute. And I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that he's able to tilt that way and not fall over, which the yeah. mechanics, like the physics of it is kind of funny to me. Um, but come on, you got to have cute droid shot in your trailer otherwise is it really a star war i do not think so it reminded, it reminded me of um the really great shot in the the force awakens celebration trailer which i don't think is like exactly in the final movie but it's like bb8 like sort of like innocently peering around a corner it's so cute um i, I love that and it this reminded me a lot of that shot i kind of want dio to be voiced by um jerry steinfeld <laughs> what's up with kylo ren what's, what's the deal with that oh my god <laughs> so airplane food <laughs> oh um, god yeah that that'd be an interesting prospect <laughs> you swallow it and you know absorb that for a bit And, uh, and we're mm. about to get a much cooler action shot, but it's great to see Pin and uh, Pin, Pin and Foe. <laughs> uh, it's great to see it's great to see Finn and Poe um, hanging out in uh, this desert planet as well. Um, and yeah, like it's gonna get a little crazier, but it's a cool cool first shot of them as well. Yeah, it makes me happy that they finally get to go on an adventure together, aside from the first what is it, 20 minutes of Force Awakens when they get separated mm-hmm. immediately. Um, yeah. I love one of the interviews John Boyega did where he sort of said, like, yeah, within this time frame, they've just sort of been doing missions for, that Leia's been sending him on. So that's a lot of, like, cool, rich material um, that hopefully could be, you know, explored someday. In a Disney Plus streaming service miniseries, watch, like, the Cassie no. and Andor series, Finpo Adventures? No. I don't know. That... That would be something. I'd watch it. I'd watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Damn right. 
<laughs> um, so moving forward, uh, we have a shot which needs to stand on its own, and that oh. is Lando and Chewie piloting the Falcon through hyperspace while Lando is laughing with joy, pure joy, and just being a total cutie. I got my ship back, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so good uh, yeah what that what a moment that's gonna be land when lando you know sort of gets onto the falcon for the first time and gets to take it into the sky for the first time or for the first time in a while um yeah that's because I, I think one of the the stills they showed in the um the panel was him sort of like hanging out maybe like leaning in the doorway or something of the yeah the falcon cockpit so yeah, that's that's gonna be a really special moment. I'm not gonna cry at all. Oh no, no. <laughs> tears? Me? No time for tears. No. <laughs> so it's the least clear thing that could have happened. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> well, I will say that um, when watching this trailer for the first time, I I know that Charlie physically reacted to this shot specifically. We had a sweet little moment of like. <gasps> Orlando? Yeah. It was a yeah. it was a one of those fist bump moments where you're like, yeah. Yep. Like mm-hmm. you kind of knew it was coming, but it doesn't matter because it's still awesome. So you're like, yeah. I love it. And it's and it's one thing to like have seen like Billy D talk about it, but then to to see it, right? Like in its like fully manifested, completed form. <laughs> it's it's just yeah, it's the moments we love. It was something special. Speaking of moments we love, what else happened in the trailer, Claire? <laughs> so the next, um, so some words pop on on the screen yet again. It says the saga comes to an end, and then we get a shot of Finn, Poe, and C three PO who appear to be in the middle of a daring chase scene on some speeders in the middle of the desert. Don't know what that's about. Can't wait to find out. Um, <laughs> Then we see what is probably, possibly, Leia's hands holding either Han or Luke's medal from the Battle of Yavin. Um, And to keep that emotional high going, we get Leia and Rey sharing an emotional embrace. And there are tears in Rey's eyes as we hear Luke's voiceover say, we will always be with you. Ugh. <laughs> so I don't know if you remember my reaction to this Claire I mean I remember that I was already crying at that point yeah you were crying <laughs> before the trailer even started that's true I, there were tears in my eyes through the whole thing but that <laughs> was a came on stage <laughs> <laughs> I mean why wouldn't you <laughs> oh, yeah Claire cried when the taxi turned up <laughs> <laughs> so Uber driver was like, I mean, "Hey," and she's like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, okay, like yeah. oh, "We're gonna see a Star Wars today." Uh, <laughs> that was the moment I started crying. I was holding it in, like you know, doing really well. I was like, "I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna cry." And then Leia shows up, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm tearing it up. I'm tearing it up, guys. How could you? Yeah, not? that's that's when it started for me as well. 
And it didn't help because Ray is crying too. <laughs> right? <laughs> 100 It's like, God damn it. Oh, man. Yeah, no, that's when it happened. And, it, and of course, it's all being compounded by this sort of like epic version of of Leia's theme. Like like a trailer version of, of Leia's theme that's just sort of like pounding in the background. Um, and it, it, which, it really hits at uh, the Lando shot. Like it hits a peak at that point. So you've got that going on in your ears. You're just seeing all this. And then, yeah, when, um, when you get that little glimpse at, at what they're doing with uh, Carrie's footage. Yeah, that's, that's, that's time. You have permission to engage in your tear ducts. <laughs> make cry when engage. ready. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, man. Like, I actually have a picture of me and Claire, I think straight after the trailer aired, and it's not the one that I've shared before, it's, in, it's from a video I've got of us, and it's the it's the saddest thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh my god, <laughs> you need to share this, show the world how pathetic we are. Yeah, I'll tweet it out, <laughs> so if you see my Twitter account, you know, it's, yeah. It, <laughs> we feel like we're both just dying. We're both <laughs> alternatively both happy and uh, dead inside. It's great. I mean, that's that's about right. <laughs> oh god. But yeah, so going to our final shots of the trailer, we see Ray, Finn, Poe, BB eight, C three PO, Dio, and Chewie, who are on the side of a grassy hill on an overcast day that and they're just you know <laughs> casually looking at the ruins of the freaking death star which are in As the middle of a raging sea you know just casually staring off into the distance yeah. at the death star um and as they zoom in on the Death Star, Luke says, no one's ever really gone. The music to Leia's theme swells very suspensefully. The tears are streaming down my face harder than ever and then the screen cuts to black. The music mm-hmm, drops mm-hmm. out. And oh yeah, you it hear, is weird. You hear Palpatine's freaking laugh. <laughs> and what a rendition of it it is. Exactly. Very like similar that. to that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh thank, thank you. Just as impressive. <laughs> and uh just to finish off the trailer, because these all ties in, uh the music comes blaring triumphantly back in the star wars logo zooms out in the blue letters and separates to reveal the title the rise of skywalker and then in star wars letters december the end of I actually, yeah I, I was like so i actually generally thought it was like a nice blue but it kind of looks like a purpley a purpley it's, blue it's definitely blue <laughs> like it is it is the blue family <laughs> but um but yeah, there's 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 a different tint to it that sort of softens it, I think. Um, but yeah, I've seen people like say trying to say it's not blue. I'm like, guys. <laughs> I mean, I think it is because I've obviously yeah. do the Photoshop. It's definitely not blue. It is a purpley blue, so it's kind of in the middle. It's not purple either. It's a nice little mixture of the colors. But it looks it definitely looks more purple on the big screen, at least for the trailer viewing I saw on Avengers. Yeah, it depends on what screen you're viewing it on, because some of them look like a paler, paler bluish purple, and some of them look very bright blue. So, 
I think they're trying to go for, a, I don't know. You know what? Who am I to say what I think they're going for? I got no <laughs> damn clue. <laughs> Yanny. On the shirts, it's definitely blue. Yeah, on the shirts, it's blue. Uh, Yanny. So that's, that's the intention. Yanny. Blur. Oh my god. Yanny. <laughs> Is the dress blue or gold and white? We don't know. <laughs> blue or purple? Answers on the postcard. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, yeah, the innocent days of internet arguments. Ooh. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah, but talk about an unexpected twist to the end of this freaking trailer. I mean, I don't know how many of you guys had your money on on Palpy showing up, but I didn't. <laughs> I mean, I've always got my hope. I've always got my money. Like ready, hoping that daddy comes home and daddy, you know he did. Daddy, did yeah, you come did. home? <laughs> Papa, why did you jump off that big death star thing? We've been ever so lonely for the last thirty years. This sounds like it's starting to get into like a horror movie script. I don't know what daddy, it was about it. Daddy, but... daddy, you're <laughs> home now. Oh God, and you're never going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get the keys and I'll lock the door, Daddy. <laughs> oh when we record past Charlie's bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having oh a bit of litigation, Daddy. <laughs> oh. every, every Palpatine becomes Daddy. It starts, you know, it's, it's how it just. Daddy. It happens, guys. Can I just do the rest of the episode with that voice? Please don't. <laughs> Claire. I don't want nightmares. Claire. One thing, guys, when <laughs> I thought it was fascinating how the the title got a, like the loudest cheer. Yeah. Like, oh, it, it was it's, a roar. It's, it's funny how it's funny how like words <laughs> like words mean that much. Um and that that's also why it's funny when people are like, hey, release the title, release the title, release the title, put it in a press release. release. It's like you wanna it's like, do you want that when you can have that? <laughs> like like the the just the emotional release of seeing those words on that screen. Um I mean, can't yeah. you can top that yeah, with a press release? No. And I mean I can't believe that they didn't do it that way before. You know, because mm-hmm. that was so incredible. That was an emotional experience on just that I had not expected to react so strongly to. And imagine if they did that with The Last Jedi with it's time for the Jedi to end and then bam, The Last Jedi. I would have um, probably like passed out. <laughs> yeah. That would have been wild. But yeah, no, it's fascinating. And what what it means to have Palpatine back? I I don't know. I, we again, it's like they they were willing to drop that in the first teaser. So like, uh, there's there's much more to it, I'm sure, than than what people would suspect. Um, yeah, something seems to be amiss. I know there's some rumors out there which I find very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, reminds me of a few old legends material. Um, Ooh. Ooh, um, but yeah, I think I feel like obviously Palpatine's the ultimate evil, so obviously there's going to be some shenanigans going on with him. And I never, I, I never really felt like his ending was clear cut. 
just because of the amount of bullshit he was been he's been doing. Like, even in the old like legends material, like and you know, he's he's constantly trying to not die or like get circumvent that and try and live for as long as possible. He wants his legacy. Mm-hmm. Like he was willing to blow up like most of the galaxy just because they his legacy fucked up and then restart it in the form of the first order. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he was behind all these machinations and is, you know, he wants to come back, boy. Daddy wants to come home. I'm down. I'm like down with it, but this was something like years ago I I had trouble with because I sort of liked the, I really liked the idea of him being so arrogant in that moment and him being like, oh yeah, mm. like I, I am, I, I cannot lose in this situation. I got Vader, I got Luke, like I can't lose. Um, and him being so arrogant in that way, not seeing his downfall and that spelling an end. And like, I liked taking, I liked expanding what I, that interpretation of his character into like the rest of his like view on ruling like would would he have had a contingency plan if he was so sure that he was like you know immune to failure so that was something i was like struggled with at the beginning when like operation cinder was like sort of being introduced into the the storyline but but yeah no like like just like you said like he is he's this guy obsessed with immortality and especially with rebels and like cracking the world between worlds and you know everything that he had to like try it and stick his fingers mm. in and the uh the, this like breach into the unknown mm. regions right like that all the thrawn stuff is setting up kind of um yeah there's there's a lot more to it and then so like i'm down i'm down to see what they do i don't think it's as clear cut as palpatine is back um but yeah. I think I do agree to an extent about the Palpatine and Return of the Jedi because obviously that's my favorite film and I love the decision. I don't think it overwrites his decision or like well his mistake, and for him to have contingency plans because they're contingency plans. Like he was clearly like a clever bunny. <laughs> he spent like decades on both sides of the same war. Mm-hmm. So I. I think like having the contingency plans, even if it isn't fully him or like I don't know, like the spirit of Palpatine, whatever. Yeah. Like a Mormon thing. It doesn't mm-hmm. undermine his defeat originally because yeah. the backup plan. It's a bit like having a dodgy desktop backup hard drive and you're trying to put it on a new computer, but it's not gonna it's not the same as your new MacBook. Yeah. No, I just, I love the idea. Again, this is getting into my headspace three, like Ooh. two or three years ago. Um, I loved that being like the idea of his vital flaw, like that arrogance to where he wouldn't have had all this. Yeah. But I mean, that, that's obviously not the direction anymore. So and maybe, um, I know J- people complain about JJ copying story beats, but mm-hmm. I feel like if we are going for a similar thing, like how if you replace Obi-Wan with Han, like him giving up his life and, you know, like a similar sort of thing, like the mentor. If we are going to see Palpatine get defeated again via sacrifice, I feel like that's the only potential, not not potential actually, because I, I don't want him to die, but maybe a viable way for Ben to be redeemed at this point. To take ultimate mm. evil with him. <laughs> what do you think, Claire? Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I think that 
um, I the second that I that I saw that or heard Palpatine in this trailer, the first thing I thought what thought was Ben Demption, because Palpatine. <laughs> I got it tattooed on my forehead. <laughs> I did. I definitely did. Ben <laughs> I think now that the the biggest bad that has ever been is back. That's a lot of B words. Um, hello alliteration. Um, but put that on a t shirt. <laughs> Yeah, the biggest bad that's ever been is back. Say that five times fast and put it on a t-shirt. But um, yeah, I think that I think that having a new outside enemy is going to change the plot of what I expected episode nine to be. And yeah, I think we're getting ready for a dream team. Is is what I'm thinking. Call the banners. It's dream team time. That's all right. Yeah, because that going back to that Ray flipping on the Tie Fighter, and people are like, "Oh, she's like jumping on top of it," you know. And they're gonna go zoom off together, kind of thing. Oh yeah, I've heard that too, and I don't mm-hmm. know how I feel because why would she ignite the lightsaber before she? Because she's gonna fly Unless into he... battle. That's fair <laughs> until he. He's going to fly really quick with her landing on the hood. He's going to stop really suddenly, hit the brakes, and she's going to fling forward with the lightsaber in front yep. of her. That won't end poorly for her at all. The only, the, literally the only reason right now is because it looks fucking dope. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. So if there's like a sandstorm blowing in your face and you've got an ignited lightsaber, does that turn into glass and like stab you in the face? Hmm. That is a very good question. I mean, it's like reverse probably. Voldemort battle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except that's the noise Ray makes when all the glass goes in his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's, it is a fascinating, it's the cathartic, uh, a cathartic trailer because Again, going back to that um, that line, the saga comes to an end. Like this is this is the definitive stamp. Um, and I remember just another clip of John Boyega in an interview where he's like, "Guys, this is that movie." Like, I don't think I don't think you understand it yet. Like, this is that movie that ends it. <laughs> um, so I think that's that's pretty fascinating. Um, I guess another what's another? I don't know if it's in the notes here but there's that shot of an a-wing going past a what i think people are like have begun to crack as a like imperial era star destroyer um so it looks like oh, you know, i missed there's, that there's there's yeah there's like a giant sort of aerial battle going on at some point um so yeah i think this is, this is going to be like the the big fight and it's going to be a really it's a crazy thing it I I hope it has that like that way Endgame feels where you know this is like it's all coming to this and it's going to be like a really satisfying um, feeling once once the movie ends to have concluded forty years forty two years <laughs> of um of this story. I've been invested in the story for a long time. A long time. <laughs> for 42 years. <laughs> <laughs> for 42 years oh. have I trained Jedi. 
Sorry. Do I know an audience member? Yes, it's me. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Mm, For years I've had change today. Are we just doing quotes now? I think we have gotten to that point where we're just like. (laughs) Oh, one other question or not, not a question, but like a, something to raise. Uh, Mm. Where is my homie R2-D2 in that hero shot? Thank you. Where is he going? Where is he going? He's somewhere, right? Surely doing something. I think I might do. A, I might. I think I might do a vlog about this, like a really angry vlog about how much the sequel trilogy have let me down in terms of R two D two content. Because I'm telling you, this is my boy's story. <laughs> my boy's story. That dude did not start screaming and slamming into a wall on the invisible hand just to be disregarded like this. <laughs> Truth. He is a. He is a fucking veteran of two major wars, and you're doing him dirty, JJ. Or he's doing something even more important. No, he's not. He's going to be asleep somewhere. And I'm uh, look. I love BBA and I love Dio, but this is my this is this is his time to shine. In fact, I would I I kind of want him to kill Palpatine. Yes, like, dark oh, horse. You like using that electricity? I got some of that too. <laughs> Salacious crumbs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah anyway that's i think all the episode 9 discussion we have for this week i'm sure we'll dive into the trailer again at some point out of boredom or pure curiosity um but before we go we actually have a voicemail from one of our fans claire do you want to introduce the the voicemail Oh, sure I would. It's from our dear, lovely friend, Justin Boots Gray up from Michigan. And uh, he has a little a little uh, episode nine content to share with us. So let's see what Justin has to say. Hit it. Hey, guys, Justin here. Uh, I wanted to gush a little bit about uh, Star Wars episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker. What can I say about this? Uh, well, first of all, nobody guessed the title correctly that I've, that I've seen and just the overall feeling of the trailer still gives me goosebumps, uh, even more so than the force awakens and the last Jedi trailer. Um, and the first time seeing it, I saw it at celebrate celebration in Chicago and just the atmosphere of like just sheer joy was very electrifying to me and i was i'm so glad they're bringing back characters that we love like lando and possibly the emperor i'm still kind of geeking out at that um so and i'm really interested to see where these characters go uh, as far as just the end of telling a huge story. So, um, yeah, I guess we will have to wait to see uh, this December. Hmm. 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 Yeah, thanks for sending in a... Uh... If you're sending in a voicemail, Justin, because we, I mean, as as you've just listened to, we cannot stop gushing about it either. <laughs> like, 
there's so many questions. <laughs> like, what? I can't wait for, you know, the long form trailer um, that they'll release a bit later. And, you know, wondering how that recontextualizes everything we've seen here. Um, because this one's going to live with us for, for quite a while. <laughs> and um, I don't know when the next sort of big launch of stuff will be. Like, do they do D23 stuff or is that like all kept in house kind of thing? Um, I know Comic-Con was a thing for Force Awakens. But I don't remember Comic-Con in last with Last Jedi. So, mm. um, yeah, it's like I, I'm wondering how much longer we'll be waiting before, um, you know, we get any sort of other pieces of information. And we I, we have this, you know, the uh, mysterious Vanity Fair shoot that might be coming out soon. Hopefully, maybe. <laughs> um, so you know that we'll see. We'll see stuff from there. But I mean, until the big trailer when like tickets go on sale, I don't know. We'll be we'll be thinking about this little teaser for a long time. That's yeah. for sure. And uh, what do you guys think? Um, Justin alluded a little bit briefly to he doesn't really think that Palpatine's coming back. Um. So I know that this is like speculation to the max, but. Where do you stand on what? how much Palpatine we're getting and in what form? Is he actually alive? Are we getting a force ghost? What do we What do we think is going on? Uh, um, Sentinels from Operation Cinder? What do we think? That's, that's a possibility. I hope it's not force ghost just because it's like, I feel like it's been said um, that, that like the Sith, like the Jedi can manifest themselves that way specifically because they don't abuse the force the way the Sith do. Uh, like I mm. either like Filoni said that and that came from like George Lucas or something. So like, I feel like that is, that's a very like hard line for me. <laughs> I, I really hope it's not a, a force ghost in that way, but like something like Bane in, um, in the clone wars. Oh yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> something like something like Bane in the Clone Wars, where you know these like spirits are able to attach onto these, you know, these locations or these objects or whatever, and and like exist, but not really in any like um like not not in the same conscious way as like a Jedi Force ghost. I think that's that's where I'm like willing to lean. I don't think I don't think he's back, back, back. You know, like with a body and shit um but but i but i mean he's you know ian mcdermott i think had a fairly involved performance in in what um it is so it'll be interesting but yeah i i think i think it'll be a little more nebulous than he's back he's back <laughs> that's exactly what i was thinking thank you mm-hmm. shout out to uh, fudge um <laughs> i I don't think it's a sentinel because a sentinel was basically a very smarter and convenient voicemail. <laughs> and I don't know. It's like, it's like saying, Oh, my wife left me, but she's actually still with me. Oh yeah. How she has a voicemail. Say hello, Julie. Oh, did you have the shopping done? <laughs> you always say that. Oh, call me back. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> I just, you know, I, I don't think it's that. 
I think you're on the ball when it comes to the the moment slash bane thing, where like it's it's kind of like a curse in a sense. Like they wanted the Force Ghost, which is basically you know do whatever you want, um, be vague, <laughs> be vague, and just manipulate people. Um, Luke, go away. I know you're dying. I could call for help, but <laughs> I'm going to disappear for a bit. Um, <laughs> but actually, peace out. Yeah, peace out. <laughs> I think Han's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him over there. You know, don't worry. Um, I feel like personally, I, yeah, I like the idea that is the Palpatine. So his hatred was like sort of etched onto the to the Death Star frame. Like you know, when he like his body goes down and like these are the blue screams. Like his life force, like sort of desperately clinging to anything. It's clinging onto this splat on the walls. Yeah, he's just it's like a Jackson Pollock pain. He's <laughs> <laughs> palpitating. Mm, palpitating all over the walls and ectoplasm. It makes me really miss that that end of the robot chicken arc <laughs> when he like, <laughs> he, like falls, falls onto the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon <laughs> they just like wipe him off <laughs> and it just like floats in space oh Poor my bastard. god <laughs> um, yeah no it's it's a fascinating prospect again I think I think it's not as clear cut as people think it might be because again they're willing to give us that in the first trailer. Like there's, there's gotta be a lot more to it. Definitely. I, I, Something's going on. Yeah. I, I thought Sentinel for a long time, but you're right. If he's not in like able to freely think for himself, that kind of capacity, if he's just a recording like Sentinel style, that does put some of the, uh, that does kind of put some of the air out of my tires. But, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I'm I'm not quite sure how I feel where I stand on to what degree he's gonna be back, but I'm I'm just excited to find out. I got yeah, no and I think JJ JJ said something. It could it could just be like being nice, but <laughs> I assume he was being like true when he was saying how how like cool it was to work with Ian McDermott, and you know that that it like at least to me seems like. It, it's a fairly involved performance on his part. Like he's not just there to spit out a few lines. Yeah. Um, like he he came to to play. So I think that's cool. Definitely. And uh, I think with that, we're gonna start to wrap things up. Unless you guys have any final thoughts on Justin's email or voicemail. No. Yep. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, dude. Yeah, thanks. We're in the same boat. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> we're we're going to think about this for a long time. <laughs> yeah. All right. So if, in case you are not already aware, uh, you can follow the podcast at Imp Senate Pod on Twitter, at Imperial Senate Pod on Instagram. You can like us Wait, on- Claire, I hate to stop you. Oh, my God. I know what you're <laughs> about to say. I know what you're about to say. <laughs> Let's go. Our favorite segment. That we keep forgetting every week. <laughs> so Guys, what made you moist week? this week? <laughs> oh, man. Who wants to start this one off? 
To start with, uh, Charlie, why don't you tell us what made what made us you moist? Well, as you know, guys, that's uh, not a hard question for me. Um, <laughs> uh, what made me moist this yeah. week? I guess. Hmm. Maybe it is a hard question because I don't know. Um, <laughs> huh. Can I give you one? Oh, hello. Hey. Charlie, maybe something happened on the Star Wars show. That was kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Oh! Okay, Sorry. Continue. I thought that was awesome. Continue. You can't see it, but Claire just up to the Lego brick. No, it's okay. Go ahead. Yeah, so the Star Wars show, I was watching it. I was watching the episode, I think, yesterday. And I noticed that Mr. Anthony Carboni was wearing an Impersonate Pod uh, badge, pin, button, whatever we call it, um, which gave me the goosebumps. And I, I just want to say thank you for wearing it because it just, you know, it's cool, guys. It's cool. That yeah, so cool. It, that was fun. Because it, it's one of those things, like, just personally, I never know, like, when you hand something, like, it's it's a small thing, right? Like, when you hand it to someone, you never know, like, oh, is it going to get lost or just blah, blah, blah. So um, it, it was it was cool to see that, for sure. Thank you very much, Anthony. <laughs> what you got, Claire? Um, aside from seeing our faces become internet famous, um, uh, I... I decided to finally unpack the items I purchased at Celebration and put them on my desk. And I am right now just in my little shrine of salacious crumb joy. And this is the first podcast post uh, setting up my desk. And it makes me very, very happy. I'm in, I'm surrounded by, by little creatures I love. So I feel good right now. That made me very moist. Yay! Yay! Um, let's see what I got. My moistness for this week is um a little it's tangentially related to Star Wars, but it involves one of our good friends, L3. Yeah, buddy. Um so I don't know much about the writing process of a James Bond movie, but we know now for this new Bond Bond 25 film, Phoebe Waller Bridge got a full pass at the script and is credited as a writer. Um, Yay! of the script. So th- I thought that was really cool. Cause again, I don't really know much about the history of writing James Bond films, but I never really imagined that like a funny woman like Phoebe Waller bridge has written a James Bond film before. <laughs> um, so I thought that was a really cool way to add sort of like a nice, like a new perspective on this, that film franchise and see where like someone with her kind of voice will um, will carry those characters. So I'm very excited that she got that uh, little gig. That is a solid moist moment. I'm excited too because I think Charlie and I had a conversation about Bond the other day about how more so old Bond things are things have changed a little bit, but um, mm-hmm. Bond is such a man's man kind of male fantasy at least some of at least the early bond films and i love how much bond has transformed over the years and having her voice writing bond i think that's going to be fascinating just 
I also just to look at freaking. Uh, sorry, go ahead, Charlie. No, I also think that she's obviously she's such an amazing writer. You know, Killing Eve and uh, Fleabag. Like she, she's shown she can do dramatic, um, exciting, uh, and hilarious. Which is at some points in Bond films, you actually need to have that comedic element. Um, Definitely. We were talking about mm-hmm. how only like tw- li- as we said about the Phantom Menace, which was twenty years ago. Um, twenty years ago as well was uh, the Bond film The World Is Not Enough came out. I was telling Claire about how uh, how important it is to have good writers and stuff because there's a joke in that film. Which is, it's something. Uh, one of the Bond girls is, is her name is Doctor Christmas, and and the world's not enough. Ends the film. Ends mm. the film. It's not even like a like a cut off joke, and then there's something else. This is how the film ends. They're having. They've just you know made Whoopi, <laughs> as you were, um, and then <laughs> Bond, played by Pierce Brosnan himself, <laughs> fraud. <laughs> It turns over to uh, Dr. Christmas and says, I thought Christmas only came once a year. And then it fades to black. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, if we could okay. you know, do a little bit better than that, I think I'd trust L3 to do that job. <laughs> yeah. And, um, just, just so people, like, don't listen to this and are like, oh, she was the writer, so if I hate it, it's her fault. <laughs> um, here's, here's a little more context for everybody. Um, so she's not the only writer, of course, and um, apparently, according to Wikipedia, at Daniel Craig's request, Killing Eve writer and creator Phoebe Waller-Bridge provided a script to polish in April 2019 to add more humor. So it's it's like not everything is on her. She is not the writer, um, but she is she did enough to be credited as a writer. So that's a that's a big deal too. That's awesome. I'm excited. Yay. Go Phoebe. Go L3. Well, on that phone uh, show. Oh, that shit. Um, no. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, we're going to wrap this up now. <laughs> Can I just say it? It's 12 o'clock. <laughs> I am very tired. And please... Please follow us on Twitter <laughs> at Instagram at Imperial Senate Pod. Like us on Facebook for show updates and other shenanigans. If you feel like, uh, and if you feel like sending in a question or voicemail, you can send it to Imperial Senate Podcast at gmail.com. Get some sweet swag from tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash the Imperial Senate Podcast. You can become a patron of our patreon page because that would be super cool and we've got some content coming up there very soon that is going to be super fun um and if you play star wars battlefront 2 on playstation network you can join our community group because pretty soon uh this very weekend actually charlie and i need to get on there and unlock princess leia's look by playing by uh, capturing some command posts we gotta get on that as well yeah so yeah pretty much thanks to everybody else for doing most of the work for us already (laughs) um but where can we keep up with the rest of you gents online Mm, you guys can follow me on twitter at noquishus n-a-q-u-i-c-i-o-u-s and you know what also on instagram too at nictifer n-i-c-t-o p-h-e-r 
How about you, Charlie? You can find me on Twitter at CMWASHBY. Um, I don't know why I sang that. Instagram, uh, find me at CharlieMWASHBY. Bebo, you can find me in 2009. And MySpace, um, go to your local cemetery. God. Oh, RIP MySpace. Um, and you cannot find me on MySpace, I don't think. And uh, <laughs> But you can find me on both Twitter and Instagram, at Cstribs. Um, so with that, uh, thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the Imperial Senate Podcast. And remember, the Force will be with you always. Bye. Oh, peace. <laughs> going on in the Star Wars world. The trailer is epic and we have technical malfunctions. <laughs> we're all <laughs> we're all fine here now. How are you? <laughs> um hmm. I assume this well, will all be edited. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> or or you guys you guys get the raw. That's like it's like one of my things, like if I ran a podcast by myself, it would just never be edited.